Welcome back to another daily walk. And uh, my apologies for the wind that'll bust through here and the you know the weird lighting. I, I tried to get this video recorded a little bit earlier on a better day for it, but uh, eh, I went rambling on like a lunatic and uh, I didn't really like what I had to say. So let's go ahead and take two, shall we? So today we're gonna talk about choosing the next right thing. And uh, that's a phrase a mentor of mine uses all the time, choose the next right thing or do the next right thing. So there's all of these choices that we always have before us. You know, which clothes do we wear? Extraordinarily minor choice most of the time. Um, what will we do with our next few minutes? Have you taken the time today to read your scripture and instead of doing something else? Have you chosen a worthwhile goal? You know, are you going to engage in sin or not engage in sin? This is a fundamental question that we want to ask. And, uh, of course, on this channel, oftentimes we're talking about what the scripture has, and the scripture itself gives a plethora of warnings. The Old Testament prophecies, a plethora of warnings. Even in the New Testament, there are several warnings. You know, warnings against sin, warnings against getting out and doing a lot of bad things. But tucked inside of Isaiah is a little section of rewards for obedience to God. Now, before we dive into this, if you remember, we're not going to read it, but if you go back to Deuteronomy 28, it's something like 64 verses, I think. And this is blessings and curses. And it's really this dichotomy. There's no middle ground for God's people in this chapter. In Deuteronomy 14, the, or Deuteronomy chapter 28, first 14 verses, blessings for following the law. So God has given the people a law. Deuteronomy, of course, means the second law, which is the second time Moses is giving the law. He's giving the law for the people who have survived after 40 years of desert wandering right before the end of Moses' life as Joshua is getting ready to lead them into the promised land. 14 verses. If you follow these rules and laws, you are going to be blessed in the cities and blessed in the countries. Your enemies will flee before you. Your crops will produce 14 verses of blessings. And then the rest of the chapter, like I said, 64 verses. So what is that? Like 52 verses of curses. If you do not follow this law, you are going to be cursed. Your enemies will destroy you. Your fields will produce nothing. You will be cursed in the city. You'll be cursed in the country. And likening into this, Isaiah has this little part in 56. Thus says the Lord, persevere, excuse me, thus says the Lord, preserve justice and do righteousness for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness to, is to be revealed. How blessed is the man who does this and the son of man who takes hold of it, who keeps from profaning the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let not the foreigner who has joined himself with the Lord say, the Lord will surely separate me from his people, nor let the eunuch say, behold, I am a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath and choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, to them I will give my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than that of the sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name which is not to be cut off. Now this is interesting that he's saying this about the eunuchs. He's talking in these verses here, he's talking about not only the Israelite people, he's also talking about the foreigners who've joined themselves into the Lord. So this is a proselyte, this is a Gentile person who's converted to uh, Judaism, uh, in the terms of Jesus anyway, um, 
that, that term. You have the eunuchs, which would be like your household servants who have chosen to dedicate themselves to the household and to the Lord, who have followed, chosen to set aside their own gods and follow the God of the house. To these, I will give something better than the name of the sons and daughters. The sons and the daughters are coming. The name of the sons and the daughters okay the name of the sons and the daughters is this great blessing remember going back into the parable of the the prodigal son he goes out into the world out there right so the the prodigal son goes out and he says i want to go back to my father and just say make me as a hired hand i'm not worthy of being your son but he says no you are my son and in our adoption into jesus christ we are sons of god but he says here, I will make you better than sons and God. I will give you an everlasting name. This is that eternal life. Now, the overarching principle I want to talk about here is we all always have the choice to choose what we're going to do. Even as we call ourselves Christians, we can be Christians who have chosen to walk away entirely from God. We can be Christians who do that. And I wouldn't recommend it because the Christian faith is not just about saying, I believe in Jesus or I love Jesus. It's about actually doing the things he says to do. What does he say in Matthew 7? Those who do the will of the Father are those who will make it. Okay, so and that's a rough paraphrase, of course, but read through Matthew 7. We find those elements there. Ultimately, a Christian is a person who repents of their sins, turns around from the evil in their heart and in their life and in their soul, and walks instead toward God. Walks toward God. Chooses to leave aside <clears throat> the difficult things in our world and follows God, even if that means financial loss, even that means relational loss, even that means the loss of friends, the loss of family, no matter what that means, Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. This book is what we follow. And we follow it irregardless of what our friends say, what our churches say, what other people out there say, following the word and doing the next right thing. For those who choose to follow God, he has such amazing, glorious blessings in store. So with that, we'll just go ahead and wrap this one up here. So thanks for watching this daily walk. You can help support the channel by having a look at the links in the description down below. Have a look at the sales we might have on ourwalkinchrist.com. We'll have some more sales up here by the middle of this month here. And uh, keep an eye out for uh, other upcoming books. So thanks for coming along, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.